Yeah, what is going on, everybody? This Hi is your guys. host, Rob. We back. Go. We. I was going, and then you went. There's Biff. I just said hi. <laughs> I'm not used to you doing that. You threw me off. But I love it, though. Randomness. It's one of those days. <laughs> we back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. Once again, I want to start off by thanking everyone for the continued support. Thank you for the new Instagram followers. Thank you for the comments in the Facebook group. Just thank you for sharing and all that good stuff. We really, really, really do appreciate it because we look forward to doing new and bigger and better things every single time. Biff, what you got going on? Um, Life. Uh, <laughs> with a capital L. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, with a capital L. Um, no, I think we all know what's been going on. That that's not what we're gonna touch on this episode. But um, yeah, I think I've been handling it pretty well. I got a new job. Started a new job. Whoop, whoop. Whoop. I know, right? Whoop, whoop. And it's actually a job that I love. So I'm pretty good with that. That was my my good news. What about yourself? <clears throat> uh, things are going okay. Uh, and yes, uh, just to like Biff said, we are going to address what's been going on in the nation with, you know, Black Lives Matter and all those things going on. But that's not what this episode is about. Today, we have a special guest. This is another person um, I, that was on my list that I had to hunt down because y'all know I hunt people down. Uh, <laughs> you're not going to get asked just once, once I ask you. So just to let y'all know that. But we have a very, very, very special guest. She doesn't know this, but I'm going to say this now. I really admire the work that she's doing, especially as an educator. Um, I really am inspired by what she's doing because she's been doing it for a while. And it she does awesome work. She does meaningful work. And it's more important than it's ever been before. And... I'm really glad that she's doing it, and I'm really glad she's setting an example for anyone else out there who wants to do what she does. And we're going to get into more of that in the interview. She is also a fellow Claflinite. Y'all know I love to have fellow Claflinites, my Panthers, on the show. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Shaquanda Tilly. Woo! Hello. Hi. <laughs> What is going on with you? How has life been for you? Uh, I guess kind of like the same thing that everybody else has been going through, just trying to deal with everything that's been coming at us in the media, um, everything that's going on in the world one day at a time, trying to remain positive. Yes, remaining positive is, is very, very important. Uh, I'm actually going to start working out again. I need to release a lot of stress and a lot of just negative energy and yeah, it's just taking it one day at a time. So, <clears throat> we're going to get right into, well, hold on. I don't even know why I want to start with you. There's so many layers to you. Well, first of all, we're going to start off with, we're going to preface the episode with www.tickamepurple.com. Yes. That is her website. Um, if anything, while you're having to listen, and I know most of, most of the time you're busy while you're listening, go ahead and look at her website now. Go ahead and start looking at it now while you're listening. So you can get an idea of what she's talking about. So you can get an idea or a feel for what we're about to bring to you coming up. Yes. And don't forget, you know, all of her links and everything like that will definitely be in the description. So make sure you like, subscribe, follow, and purchase and share. Mm -hmm. So tell us about Tickle Me Purple LLC. 
So Tiffany Purple is, once again, is my own business. I created it um, out of the idea of creating diverse um, products that promote creativity and self-empowerment. Um, growing up as an African-American girl, it wasn't a lot of products that looked like me. So I wanted to create those products that I wasn't able to see um, as frequently when I was growing up. And so the whole idea also started because I had my niece, um, Zoe, who at the time was about to turn two. And one of the things she said to me was uh, we were in a store and she was like, she wanted a doll. It was a rag doll. And I didn't think the rag doll was cute and it was expensive. And I saw the rag doll and I was like, mm, it doesn't even look like you. And I was like, I can create that rag doll for you. So that's what I did. I started by creating um, a rag doll for my niece and I gave it to her for her birthday. And it was, I called it the Zoe doll. And then um, everyone saw the Zoe doll that I was um, making and they started wanting a doll as well. So that's kind of like how my business got started because I started selling the Zoe doll and from the Zoe doll um, came along the Zoe's world search for the perfect snack. So, and since then my products have been kind of like compounding based on um, my experiences with my nieces and my nephew and just experiences that I've had with individuals um, and children I've come into contact with as well as my travel experience. I've kind of like incorporated all of that into my business. You answered all my questions, so I have nothing else to ask. Thank you for... <laughs> that is an awesome, inspiring story. I'm so glad that... I always knew that, you know, you used to always tell me you're very family-oriented, and I love the fact Most that definitely. you you took that and you turned it into something beautiful and wonderful. I'm just looking through your website, and you have everything. <laughs> Literally everything. So where did... Where, were you just naturally talented or did you take specific classes? Because I know you're, you're multifaceted and you're really good at what you do. You're really good at the drawing. You're really good at creating these dolls and things like that. So where did that come from? Um, I think I just naturally started drawing. I've been drawing since maybe since I could hold a crayon. Um, and my mom and my father, they were always just like buy me art kits as I was growing up. I remember answering like, you remember D.A.R.E.? Like the D.A.R.E. Yeah. posters and contests. Yep. I went into those type of contests and I would always win. And then like the, what's it called? The 4-H club? Um, like through the Clemson extension. Like they would have different um, poster contests that um, you can enter as well. And then um, I'm from Clarendon County. So we used to have like the Stripe Bass Festival. So I will always enter the art contest with there. So I always just love drawing and anything creative. Um, I didn't go to school formally for education. Um, that was one of the things that I wanted to do. But unfortunately, because um, the school that I attended had some issues with funding, um, they started cutting back programs. And art was one of the first programs that mm -hmm. they uh, they took the funding away from. So I didn't go to school for art. But I always, I just continued to hone my craft and um, pretty much self-taught. So didn't take any like formal classes um, for everything that I've um, accomplished. And I, I'm a... I'm a, I like, what's it called? Figuring stuff out on my own. Mm -hmm. So if I see something, I like the challenge of creating it on my own. So out of all of your creations, what, what is your favorite creation thus far? Like the backpack, the coloring books, the book, or any personal art that you feel like is your favorite? I think the um, Believe 
um, book is my favorite so far. And I'll tell you why I believe is my favorite so far. It's because I wrote that book to speak to me as a young child. So when I was growing up, I got bullied for being dark skinned. I got bullied for being skinny, bullied for being smart. Um, so I wrote that book to talk to me, my younger self and say, hey, it's okay. Love, love your skin, um, love your intelligence. Um, just love who you are and just embracing yourself. So that's why I wrote that book, just to speak to my younger self. And hopefully it'll help someone else who may be facing some of the same things that I did as a young child so they can develop that self-esteem and they'll be encouraged um, to do great things in life. Wow, that that's awesome. And that's one of the purposes of why we started this podcast is for the same thing. We want people like you to be able to share their message. Um, I need to pick that book up. I got to support a black business, so I'll be buying some products. <coughs> you got a discount code? That's, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay full price. I'll pay full price. I was joking. <laughs> um, so let's go back to your beginning. So the first thing you made was the rag doll, correct? Yes, it was. So how how did that journey, so you made this rag doll, and then now you have this, what I would consider a huge website with a ton of products so what was that process like getting started i know you said you just said you like figuring things out so where did you begin uh, like i said i just i started examining rag dolls and i was just like man i can make this and and that's pretty much anytime i go into the store if i see something i'm like man i can make this like i'm that i'm, I'm frugal for the most part so i always <laughs> you know me um so i always like trying to figure out how to do something and create products that not only are uh, a good quality mm -hmm. but where you're not i guess in a sense busting people upside their heads um a lot of the products all the products on my website, like I make them by hand. And I think a lot of people don't recognize that I do that. So once again, like with the rag dolls, I kind of figured out like, okay, this is the fabric I want to use. So I source fabric. Um, I also had to figure out my rag dolls had, um, at that point, they had embroidered facial, facial features. So I had to figure out how to do um, digitize. I had to figure out how to do embroidery software. So it was like all these little things that went into it. I had to use it. Um, luckily, I knew how to sew because uh, that was something that my mother and my grandma So I used all the skills that I already had and then gained some new skills to make those products. And so, and like I said, it just has trickled from there. Anytime I see a need, like it, and I think like maybe the book bags came about because um, once again, my niece, she needed a boot bag to go to school. And I was like, oh, I can make you a cute boot bag. And it always kind of like transpires um, from there because it's just like, okay, this is what I can create for them. So like I said, every one of my products, it was inspired by someone in my family or just something that I personally have gone through. Dang, you, you must have been super handy. Just to have around. Yeah. I'm <laughs> telling you. Made everything. Girl, do you make clothes? Do you make clothes? Is that me? Yes. Um, that was one of the first. That's how I learned how to sew. Because being um, as small as I was growing up, um, a lot of the clothes, I would be too tall for the clothes. So we had to, like, uh, like take in clothes. And so as I became an adult, I would make, like, pencil skirts and stuff like that for myself. Um, just so I could be different. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna send you my measurements. Um Right. I want them what's them them new things on the chair light now, the slouch leggings. I want some. Don't oh, those sounds so okay. 
Now I'm looking at your your list of skills and hobbies. You have drawing, painting, woodworking. Oh, 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 baking. Let's talk about that. <laughs> that was something I remember back in the day you were really into is baking. So where are you at in that journey of baking? Are you still like making these extravagant things? Well, yeah, I remember, yeah, because I used to make like the sculpted cakes, mm -hmm. but I haven't, I haven't made any of those in a while, but I did pick back up baking since we've been in quarantine. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing because <laughs> I'm going to throw some chocolate chip cookies back, which I shouldn't have, but um, yeah, I still like baking and I've been baking a lot. Um, I've been making like pecan pies, like I said, the chocolate chip cookies. Ooh. Pretty much, I made um, strawberry cheesecake a few weeks ago, so I've been doing oh. a good bit of baking. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's something that I enjoy doing. That, it brings joy to people. Is that something you keep to yourself? Is that something you ever considered selling? Because I see a lot of people we went to school with, they sell their products. Like, they're on Facebook, and they're like, oh, I got strawberry cupcakes today. And they make good money. Is that something yeah. you consider? Well, I used to sell the cake. Oh, okay. You did. You remember the, like the salted cakes? I used to sell those, but it was so um, stressful trying to deliver those because, you know, being in well, you're in a DMV now. Yeah. Like you know what traffic's like. Yeah. And somebody <laughs> you all, yeah. And you got this cake that you got back there, just hoping that it doesn't fall over. So no, it was just too stressful. So no, I haven't. But I like I'm baking stuff for my family and friends now. Not for not for resale. Oh my gosh, Ugh, I could use some baked goods. My sweet tooth has been going crazy and I've been trying to resist mm -hmm. I'm telling you. <gasps> so what is your, what is your, I guess your mission? Um, I know Tickle Me Purple, it, it seems to be doing well. You have a ton of products. What is the overall goal? Like where do you see Tickle Me Purple five years from now, 10 years from now? So I would like to see Tickle Me Purple um, become a household name. So everyone will know, like they'll be able to recognize if they see me on a billboard or a poster, oh, that's Shaquana's, that's Tickle Me Purple. You know, that um, product line promotes the diversity. Um, they have products that look like me. That's what I want everyone to know Tickle Me Purple for. I want it to be a household name, just like how you think about like Nike or any other um, large um, corporation. That's what I want Tickle Me Purple to be. So what's been your hardest, what's been the hardest thing about being an entrepreneur? What's been your, what's been your biggest obstacle? My biggest day? obstacle is I do, like I said, I do everything on my own. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the hardest things for me has been marketing uh, because as Rob know, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an introvert. So that's why he had to ask me, you know, this is not his first time asking me to do this. And it's just like marketing is my hardest, uh, is by far the most difficult thing. Um, it's because you're putting yourself out there. Um, so that has been the most challenging thing. And just balancing everything, um, balancing, I'm not only um, creating products, I'm listing products, I'm making the mock-up for my products, I'm actually sourcing you know, the materials to make my product. So it's a lot that goes into everything that I do um, for Tickle Me Purple. But I want to make sure that I keep my hand in everything that I do because I want everybody to know who purchased my products, that a lot of thought has went into this process. Mm -hmm. And I want you to have the same experience 
regardless of who you are. I want you to be ticklishly delighted when you um, receive my products. Wow. That that sounds like a lot of work. It, it, I'm the same way. Like whenever I work on something, I like to have a hand in everything. Um, and that marketing piece, ugh, I can't. <laughs> I'm the same way. Trust me, it's a struggle sometimes. But I know that you'll get over that hump. Now, didn't one of your dolls make a cameo somewhere on TV before? Ah, yes, it did. You gonna make me uh? Oh, I can't remember the show. I'm trying to really think. It was a popular show, too. It was a popular show. Um, gosh. I can't remember. I feel like I know. Didn't it crash your site? It was on... Wow, why are you going you gonna to ask me the one thing I can't remember? <laughs> I can't remember that show. It was a very popular show. Um, You're going to make me look it up. You don't have to look that up. Um, I can't remember, but because I remember talking, I remember you told me about it, and I went back and watched the episode. It's probably something we could go watch now. I just can't remember the name of it. But has that happened more than once? No, that was the only one that I'm aware of. And but it, yeah, I remember when they contacted me, I was super ecstatic. I was just like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, so they reached that. They didn't just order. They reached out. Was that okay? So how far along were you? Was that when that that was earlier? I know in your um, journey. So they mm -hmm. they reached out and that was something you had to make. It wasn't something they could just go order. Like they contacted you. So tell us that story. Like what was that like? Um, I mean, I, they just I had it on my site. They ordered it and they were like, "Oh, we want to use this." And like I said, I can't remember the name of the show, and I don't want to say the wrong show. Don't do that. Um, and we want to use it on our show. Um, and they were just telling me about uh, how they wanted to use it in the show and whether I would be um, fine with them using it. And I was just making sure, like, I don't want my products to be used in, you know, any, of course, in any negative light. And they right. made sure that it wasn't. Um, so it was really good. Uh, really, really interesting. Yep. Celebrity status, products all on TV. Mm-hmm. Mm, and they're gonna they're be on TV again. We're gonna speak it into existence. No, that's I'm I'm a firm believer of speaking stuff into existence. And we'll see yes, it again. And that the site gonna crash again. Yes. <laughs> so for creatives like yourselves, are there like conventions or anything that you go to where you can like set up and showcase your products? Have you had any experience with that? Um, one of the ones that I've went to that um is Sisters in Business Expo. Have you heard of that? I have not. So it's an expo that um, caters to um, minority business um, owners. Um, and so they have it in not only, um, they have it set up, they had a show in South Carolina, I believe in New Jersey and Atlanta. So um, that was one of the um, bigger expos that I've gone to. And I also go to different community expos just to get the word out about my products and to sell my products as well. Okay. Biff, you got any more questions? I got one last question for you. No, actually, she's pretty much answered it through all the questions. Like, I, why? She's giving me the purpose, and she's giving me why, and that's what I really love about it. Black empowerment, like, seeing little girls, little black and brown girls, like, it's a big deal. I mean, little boys, too, but specifically yeah. for little black girls, I understand. 
because, you know, I've been there. I've been on the other side, you know, but I've been bullied. So it's like, you know, I've also been to the store. Matter of fact, my favorite thing ever was when I was little, my mom would go get the Hispanic Barbie because that was my color. Mm-hmm. It was either you going to get this white Barbie doll or you going to get this half-ass black one that they done made over here. <laughs> and my mama didn't feel like, I hate to say it like that, my mama didn't feel like she wanted a black doll, but she didn't want that. She wanted a better quality one. Like, why can't I get one of quality? Mm-hmm. So I can relate to that story of not having a doll that looks like me. Like I had the Hispanic girl, and it was like I got her because she was light skinned Like <laughs> that was as close as black as I was gonna get. So <laughs> I was like, you know, so just hearing that, it just it just feels good. And you know, I got two little black girls, so it's like you know, go give them a Barbie doll. I have a, you know, seeing representations, black ballerinas, and you know, black mm-hmm. black little black girls with unicorns and. You know, you can have an imagination, too. You can put purple in your head, too. Like, be a little girl. Like, mm-hmm. I enjoy seeing children be children. I enjoy seeing them be naive. I enjoy seeing them be the Their themselves. innocence. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I do it's it. It's called The Show with is the Break. Going on. The what? The Breaks. The Breaks. By, VH- by VH1. There we go. I knew it was something. Really. VH1. I knew it was something. What season? What episode? I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pardon, pardon that. I had to get you on time. All right. So my last question for you, and I ask everyone this. Um, this is gonna be serious coming from you. You have take you literally took all the negative in your life and turned it a hundred and eighty degrees in the opposite direction and created a wonderful, fantastic, and irrelevant business for yourself and you turn that negativity into positivity so anyone out there looking to pursue their dreams or anyone out there who may have experienced some of the same things you experienced what are what are some words of wisdom that you could have for them or that you have for them um so i would say use that negativity to fuel your fire so for every negative thing or bad thing that you've done or had happened to you in life, turn it into something positive. As we talked about earlier, it's just speaking positive over yourself. I'm a firm believer in that. And that's what I've done. I've spoken positive over myself um, to create a life that I want to live. So speak positive over yourself. Use those negative experiences as turning into something positive and work towards what you want to do. So um, I'm a firm, also a firm believer in writing down your goals um, setting it on paper. Um, and I think that when you start writing it down and uh, putting it on a paper, then that'll be something that can drive you towards your goals. So to actually, um, attaining those goals, um, because I know sometimes we can, you know, say stuff and it never comes to exist. So not only are you need to say it, but you need to write it out as well and make it come to be. Thank you very, very much for your time. I agree 110% with what you said. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for doing this interview. Um, I will continue to follow you, watch you. I'm going to make a purchase today um, for somebody, maybe one of my nieces or nephews. Or maybe I might get myself a little book bag, put it in the crib. Uh, but <laughs> I really... Cute little, no, that'd be a cute little work bag. No, for real. <laughs> Maybe. That'd be a cute little work bag. Maybe. Maybe. I'm teaching older kids now. So maybe we can maybe we can get you something to go on your wall. Oh my god. Okay. So with that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for joining us and listening. You can find all of her information in the description. But those of you who are those 
people who need it audibly. Uh, TM Purple LLC on Instagram. Tickle Me Purple LLC on Facebook. Twitter is TM Purple LLC. And Pinterest, Tickle Me Purple LLC. All of these will be in the description. Y'all already know. If you haven't already joined our Facebook group from My Experience Podcast, go like the page. We have a page now as well. Um, FME <laughs> underscore podcast on Instagram and FME podcast one at gmail.com. If you have questions, comments, or if you have a guest that you would like to have on the show, or if you want to be a guest, hit us up. And again, we love y'all. Take it one day at a time. Thank you for the continued support, and we will catch y'all next time. All right. Stay you, stay proud, stay black, and stay down, and we will catch you next week. Peace. Peace.